Hi guys, welcome to the Dream Life Foundation, a place where you can turn your dreams into reality. I'm here to help you create a life beyond your wildest imagination. My name is Julia and I am a mindset coach and hypnotherapist. This podcast is for those who are seeking personal growth through lifestyle design. You are the creator of your reality, so let's create your dream life together. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Today I wanted to talk about the success mindset because your mindset is the foundational tool to your success. So how can you master your mindset so that you can be more successful? Well, it all starts with your thoughts. So what are you thinking every day? We all think about 70,000 thoughts a day, but most of them tend to be negative. Why is this? Well, basically our ancestors used to be in danger most of the time. And so they have this fight or flight response to the danger that may be happening. And so those behaviors that we inherited from our ancestors is still currently ruling our life. And that's why we tend to focus on negative thoughts versus focusing on positive thoughts. So the first thing of course is that we have to cultivate awareness around our thoughts. And basically how you can do this is spend some time writing down or journaling your thoughts. Think about all of the things that you think on a daily basis. Most of the time we're actually repeating old thought patterns even though we're living in a new day. So instead of creating new thoughts, we're just repeating the same ones. And if we continue to repeat the negative thoughts that we have, we then turn it into a belief. And a belief is extremely powerful because it's something that you tend to live your life by. The beliefs that you have can be something negative, like a limiting belief, or it can be something positive. Whatever it is, your beliefs rule your life. And if you have a negative belief, it's going to affect all areas of your life. When you want to build a successful business, of course, you have to start with your mindset. And that's because your beliefs rule your actions. So now we have to go into the thought belief action cycle. So you first start with a thought and the repeated thought turns into a belief. And once you have a belief, you're going to start taking actions based on that belief. So for example, if you believe that you can't achieve a goal, then you're going to continue taking actions that prevent you from achieving that goal. However, on the other hand, if you believe that you can accomplish something, you're going to do everything that it takes to accomplish that goal. Now, going back to our thoughts, our thoughts not only turn into beliefs, but they also create physical reactions in our body. So when you're thinking a positive thought, you're releasing hormones that will increase your happiness. And when you're thinking stressful thoughts, you're going to release additional cortisol, which will be detrimental to your health. Now, you might be familiar with Murphy's Law, which is the idea that everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And this law can actually be perpetuated by your negative thinking. If you continue to think negative thoughts, you're going to draw in negative experiences into your life. So that's why shifting your mindset from a negative one to a positive one is absolutely necessary to your success. And I'm not saying that you need to be positive all of the damn time, because obviously that's not realistic. But what I'm saying is that you have to cultivate awareness within yourself and then evaluate your thoughts to see how you can improve them so that you can improve all areas of your thoughts. 
Like I mentioned earlier, we can't completely get rid of our negative thoughts. However, we can learn how to transform them. And once we learn how to transmute our thoughts, then we're able to really step into our potential. Now, if you want to be successful in life, you first have to start with your locus of control. So the locus of control is how you believe things happen in your life. When you have an internal locus of control, you believe that you're the person in charge of creating the outcomes that you want. However, if you have an external locus of control, you believe that external circumstances causes your reality. When you're operating from an external locus of control, you're going to continue to find excuses or things that prevent you from achieving the things that you want. Instead, if you focus on having a internal locus of control, you will realize that you are the creator of your life and you can create anything that you want to as long as you put your mind to it. So the locus of control is a concept in psychology that defines a person's belief system regarding the causes of his or her experiences and how they can contribute to that person's successes or failures. So a person with an internal locus of control takes responsibility, is less influenced by others, has strong self-efficacy, is happier and independent. And a person with an external locus of control blames external events for circumstances, believes that success results from chances or luck, and they don't believe in their ability to change their life. They often feel hopeless and powerless and they often experience learned helplessness. In order to shift your perspective from an external locus of control to an internal locus of control, I encourage to ask yourself a few questions. Think about your own life. Do you tend to blame others for your circumstance or do you take responsibility and know that the future is determined by your efforts? We can't completely get rid of our negative thoughts. However, we can learn to challenge them. So the next time you're dealing with a set of negative thoughts, I want you to sit with them and see how you can challenge them. So the next time you're experiencing some negative thoughts, I encourage you to sit with them and ask yourself, how true is this thought? Is there evidence to support that this thought is true or real? Or is it just a figment of your imagination? The next thing, are there any alternatives to this thought or belief? For example, if your partner came home late from work and you're worried that he was out there cheating or doing something naughty, I want you to ask yourself, is there an alternative to this belief or thought that I'm experiencing? Or am I just thinking this because of fear? And also, what is the alternative? Maybe he was at work working late or maybe he had a deadline to meet. And the last thing is, is this thought useful? How is this thought really helping you? Is it preventing you from doing the things that you want to do? Or is it helping you and encouraging you to do the things that you want to do? Is it putting you in a negative state where you're experiencing fear and anxiety? Or is it making you feel good and full of love and abundance? Those are the key questions you have to ask yourself when you're analyzing your thoughts. Because if we really think about it, there are so many cognitive distortions that we all experience on a daily basis. And if you're not aware of these cognitive distortions, I'm going to go over them one by one. So there are 10 common cognitive distortions. 
And cognitive distortions are just ways that our mind convinces us of something that isn't really true. These inaccurate thoughts are usually used to reinforce negative thinking or emotions. So telling ourselves things that sound rational and accurate, but really only serve to keep us to feel bad about ourselves. By learning to correctly identify these negative distortions, you can then turn them into positive thoughts. When you continue to refuse the negative thinking and the cognitive distortions over and over again, they will slowly diminish over time and then you can automatically replace them with more rational and balanced thinking. The first cognitive distortion is mental filtering, which is the tendency to focus on negative events while neglecting the positives. The second one is jumping to conclusions, the tendency to make irrational assumptions about people and circumstances. What if there's actually another explanation for what is happening in your life? And the next one is personalization. So this is the tendency to take blame for absolutely everything that goes wrong in your life. Think about it. Who or what else could have played a part in this? And then there's black and white thinking. And this is the tendency to see things as all or nothing, that things are either good or bad, right or wrong. There are so many gray areas in life, so you have to think about how many different ways could other people interpret this situation. And next is overgeneralizing. So this is the tendency to make broad generalizations based upon a single event and minimal evidence. So maybe you experienced something in the past and now you're overgeneralizing what is currently happening in your life now. So think about it. What evidence suggests that things could be different now? And the next thing is catastrophizing, the tendency to blow circumstances out of proportion by making problems larger than life. This is when you have a worst case scenario mentality. But what if things aren't as bad as you make them out to be? What if things unfold better than you anticipated? Then there's labeling, which is the tendency to make global statements about yourself or others based upon situational specific behavior. Think about it. Where's the evidence that this is true in all situations? And of course, shitting and musting. This is the tendency to make unrealistic and unreasonable demands on yourself or others. Do things really have to be this way? Or is there another way to do this? And then next, there's emotional reasoning, the tendency to interpret your experience based upon how you're feeling in the present moment. What evidence suggests that how you're seeing this isn't accurate? You know, when it comes to emotions, we can end up putting a filter on everything that we see because we're so stuck in our emotions and feelings. And last, there's magnification and minimization. And this is the tendency to magnify the positive attributes of another while minimizing your own. So this is basically when you you know, talk about another person who's extremely successful, but you think you're not successful at all. It's basically falling into a comparison trap. But what if you believe that you were deserving and that you were capable? Because let's be honest, you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here watching this. And of course, having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset is absolutely important when it comes to success. So what exactly is a growth mindset and what exactly is a fixed mindset? Well, a fixed mindset is when you think that you are extremely limited in what you can do. And the growth mindset is basically knowing that you are capable of achieving anything that you want to achieve.
Some examples of a fixed mindset is telling yourself, I'm only good at certain things. And you give up when things get too hard. Or you hate challenges. Or you don't like doing what you don't know how to do. And also thinking that your potential is predetermined. However, on the flip side, with a growth mindset, you tell yourself, I can be good at anything. And I try until I get the results that I want. I can embrace challenges because challenges help me learn and grow. And I walk on feedback and criticism because they also help me grow. And I enjoy learning about things that I don't know because it helps me to expand my perspective, my mindset, and become better overall. And also, your efforts and attitude determine your own abilities. And you always consider failure as an opportunity to grow. If you really think about success, there's a lot that people don't see behind closed doors. We always see what the person already achieved or, you know, the person who has everything, who's done everything, who's extremely successful. But we don't realize that there's a lot of hard work and dedication that goes into becoming successful. And this is the whole iceberg effect that I'm sure most of you are aware of. People see what people see is this amazing, incredible life that the person is experiencing. But what they don't see is the persistence, the failures a person has to face, the sacrifice, the disappointment, the dedication, hard work, and good habits. These are all things that go into becoming successful. And of course, it's not always easy. But when you're trying to achieve the life of your dreams and you're trying to make an impact, you just have to put in the necessary work. And remember, when you're taking massive action all of the time, you're going to reach your goal. So don't be afraid of failures or don't be afraid of being seen. These are all a part of the journey. And of course, it's normal. We all have these fears. I have them too. Um, of course, like when I'm first making these videos, I don't feel super comfortable. And I'm always, you know, doubting myself. Self-doubt, self-sabotage, and criticism, it's all part of the process. And we're all only humans, so we're trying to do the best that we can do. But remember, perseverance is an extremely important key to being successful. You need to persevere no matter what happens. And that's what leads to success. And of course, lastly, you have to think about the success ladder. Everybody thinks that success it's going up in a straight line, but we all know that that's not true. It's actually climbing up a staircase where you're basically thrown a million challenges. But the key is, if you persevere through all of it, you actually come with amazing rewards. Okay guys, that's all I have today on the success mindset. Stay tuned for more videos on how you can master your mindset and turn your dreams into reality. And don't forget to click the bell and subscribe as well as like my video.